Hello and welcome to the Moms 101 podcast. We are your hosts, Sam, Hind, Jackie, and me, Nude. We are a group of physician assistant students from the University of Southern California, and we started this podcast to spread awareness on breastfeeding and to connect parents with resources. Each bite-sized mini-episode contains just the right amount of information from our expert interviewees without all the frills and fluff. All the information given by our experts is based on their experience and opinions only. Our first episode features pediatrician Dr. Shafai, who discusses the benefits of breastfeedings for both mom and baby. We hope you enjoy. Okay, so we're here today with Dr. Shafai, who is a local pediatrician. Hi, Dr. Shafai. Thanks for giving us your time today. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about your background? Hi, uh, my name is uh, Jamshid Shafai. I'm a pediatrician uh, working in uh, basically Southeast LA for the last 36 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, my office is purely pediatrics. I'm board certified. My education was in Iran in medical school, and then I got my residency in New York, and then my uh, one year of subspecialty at Children's Hospital in Montreal, Canada. That's very great. Um, Can you tell us just a little bit about the benefits of breastfeeding for mom and baby? You know, apart from uh, emotional part of it that baby baby's attachment to mother with breastfeeding is mm-hmm. by far better than bottle feeding. But there are also um, other reasons, such as uh, uh, baby's capability to fight with infections, mm-hmm. which uh, is significant because uh, breast milk has lactoferrin, and also baby's um, immunity goes up compared to uh, to bottle feeding, and mm-hmm. uh, that is based on uh, amount of secretory IgA that exists in in breast milk. Mm-hmm. So what happens, babies, they get less ear infection, and if they get it, it's not as recurrent as they get it with, with formula, mm-hmm. and also they get less allergies. Uh, mostly they get less gastroenteritis, such as mm-hmm. diarrhea, mm-hmm. but also it lowers down the possibility of diabetes, obesity, mm-hmm. and um, uh, also some cancers, mm-hmm. such as leukemia, uh, apparently is less common in breastfed babies, and uh, I believe basically that's it, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you think moms know that in general, or do I, you- a little bit more education in that area. I believe every mother needs education in that area, especially mothers of this neighborhood that uh, they are used to uh, feeding baby with bottle feeding because mm-hmm. basically economically they get free mm-hmm. uh, free formula. So mm-hmm. when they get it free, they have to use it, and if they use it, gradually it uh, subs, subs, substitutes mm-hmm. for breast, breast milk. milk. Okay. But uh, recently, I believe there has been surging interest in breastfeeding the babies, basically because of hospitals. Mm-hmm. All of them are trained first to promote breastfeeding. And uh, when it, they should really learn about it, nowadays is during pregnancy or mm-hmm. as soon as baby is born, I really believe it should start earlier than that. Yeah. And truly, I believe it should be a part of that sexual education that kids they get, mm-hmm. either, um, especially in high school, that they have to talk about significance of breast milk. I agree with that. I think it should be given a lot earlier than 
what moms yeah. get now. Um, do you, in your personal opinion, have a recommended age that you prefer moms breastfeed up until for babies? Actually, you know, there is basically is relationship between mother and child. Mm -hmm. And if baby wants it and mother is agreeable with it, they can continue up to four or five years of age. But probably the most important part of breastfeeding is the first six months. Okay. Mm -hmm. And after six months is... We prefer one year, mm -hmm. but of course the significance is mostly in the first part. Okay. But maybe up to two years is okay to, to breastfeed the baby, mm -hmm. up to two years. And after that, if the baby wants it and mom doesn't mind, mm -hmm. further than that also is okay. Okay, very good. Um, any medicines or foods that moms should avoid in particular that you use? Actually, I believe in regard to food, mm -hmm. basically there is no limitation. I mean, mother can eat all kinds of food. Mm -hmm as long as it's a balanced diet, okay. not to overeat mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. Whether good food or anything else, it should be balanced. Okay. In regard to medications and other things like alcohol, mm -hmm. they can have a little amount of alcohol, even if they are breastfeeding, I don't believe, even though it goes quickly into the breast milk, no. but it doesn't really affect the baby if it's a small amount of alcohol. Okay. Coffee also, to one cup a day probably, it shouldn't be any major problem with the baby, mm -hmm. uh, but smoking is bad, definitely. And also, if mm -hmm. they are addicted to some abusive drugs, mm -hmm. again, it should be forbidden. Okay. In regard to medications, majority of medications, they are safe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Unless if it's a, a special medication that they use for cancer or for highly uh, rare uh, conditions, mm -hmm. then they, they get they get a lot of pain in the beginning until mm -hmm. the baby learns to latch to the breast properly. Mm -hmm. And especially for young mothers, that is the first time that they are breastfeeding the baby. Mm -hmm. There is pain attached, but pain subsides and goes away very, very quickly. Okay. So it's not really a, a long-lasting problem. Mm -hmm. um, unless if there is a crack or infection or mastitis or some condition mm -hmm. that really promotes pain, mm -hmm. then the way to actually fight with that basically is to frequently feed the baby. Mm -hmm. If they feed the baby frequently, probably pain goes down. Mm -hmm. And also, if there is a little crack on the nipple area, probably they have to put warm water on it mm -hmm. to, to make it. And also how the baby latches on the nipple. Mm -hmm. And also not to pull out the uh, baby's uh, mouth from the breast very quickly, abruptly. Mm -hmm. It should be done very slowly in a way that it really doesn't hurt the mother. Okay. Um, and then when do you think they should seek a doctor or specialist? In regard to the baby, right? Yeah. You know, if the baby is on breast milk, uh, first of all, they have to make sure that baby has frequent urination. Mm -hmm. If baby urinates six, seven, eight times in 24 hours, then has taken sufficient amount of liquid in. Mm -hmm. And also bowel movement is important. Breastfed babies should have like three to four bowel movement a day. Mm -hmm. And if it's like one or two urine or one bowel movement, there mm -hmm. is a possibility of dehydration. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because we don't know how much baby gets breast milk. Even though they say five minutes on each breast, mm -hmm. with a baby that is really hungry is equal to four ounces of breast uh, milk. Okay. So they have to be careful about that. If the baby is losing weight, mm -hmm. if the baby is very sleepy, drowsy, if the skin is dry and baby, baby's mouth is dry, then they have to think about dehydration. And on top of that, probably um, if the baby gets yellow, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. breastfed jaundice, 
is not that infrequent. And majority of the time is if the baby is dehydrated on breast milk, mm -hmm. they get jaundice much more. So they, again, frequent breastfeeding is very significant and to make sure there is a good bowel movement and good amount of urine output. If those happens, they have to go to a specialist. Do you feel like there's enough lactation consultants or resources for moms in the area, or is that somewhere not that? Probably is not enough. Mm -hmm. I know that the hospitals that we go to in the <clears throat> around our clinic, mm -hmm. all of them they have either part-time lactation specialists or mm -hmm. full-time. But uh, definitely they need more. Um, what are some other options other than breastfeeding if the mom is not able to produce milk? You know, majority of mothers truly, they produce enough, can mm. produce enough milk even for two babies. Oh, okay. Sometimes it's more psychological, that mothers, they think, they don't recognize how much milk goes into the baby's body and they think maybe they don't have enough milk because baby cries a lot. So they immediately think that maybe they don't have enough milk. But I believe that if really they don't have <coughs> sufficient, <coughs> sorry, sufficient milk, <coughs> they, the best thing to do is uh, to go to formula. That's the second option. The second option is to go to formula, and formula even though they are not exactly equal to breast yeah. milk, but what steps to take to wean off the baby from breastfeeding? Like, do they gradually like transition? To I believe I, I believe that it's better not to be abrupt. It mm -hmm. should be gradual mm -hmm. transition from breast milk to um, to either regular milk after one year or after two years or two other kind of food. The first six months, basically, they have to continue with breast yeah. milk. After that, they have to gradually introduce solid food, mm -hmm. but one by one until baby gets used to the solid food. So a process should be, shouldn't be abrupt. It okay. should be gradual. Okay. Anything else? I think that's good. All right. Well, thank you very much okay. for your time. Thank you. Was great. thank you. Thank you. By the way, I was reading, and um, we didn't mention it here, but the only contraindication, there was another question that we, if mm -hmm. you can add it if you oh, want. Oh, yeah. Sure. You could, you could say that. You know, the main contraindication is galactosemia. Mm -hmm. That means if the baby has inborn error of metabolism or galactosemia, they shouldn't have milk at all because it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. okay. Or if they are HIV positive mm -hmm. or if they have active tuberculosis. These are the three diseases that if mother has either HIV or active tuberculosis or baby has galactosemia. Okay. If baby has other kind of inborn error of metabolism, such as PKU, or maple syrup disease, mm -hmm. they can have a regular a mother's milk only on be monitored by a specialist oh, to make sure that they can. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah I never knew that. And that was basically it. Okay, great. Thank great. you. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you. Really Thanks, Dr. Shafai. So thank I'm going to become famous after Yes, this. of course. <laughs> thank you to Dr. Shafai for the insight and information. For all our listeners who would like some more information, please see our show notes below for the links and resources to everything we mentioned today with Dr. Shafai. Our next episode, we'll be talking to Sandy, a lactation specialist, about breastfeeding techniques. Stay tuned!